Okay, okay, okay. Hello. Hello, Anto. How are you? Good, good, good. Well, I'm good. Thank you as well. I'm a bit Yeah, well, I I knew you were going to answer back and tell me how how you are, so I didn't feel the urge to ask the question. That's why. Okay, okay. You and your shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of energy for those shenanigans. You could have just said yes. Whatever, man. It's fine. Yeah. So, it's been a terrible week for me. How so? Well, I hurt my back at some point last weekend. What were you doing? Uh, I was actually working on my car. Um, There was something that I had to change. Or actually, it's not... Yeah, it is considered as a change. I had to change the... uh, the liquid or the fluid in the transfer case. And I was at the, uh, at the bottom of the car and I was using ratchet screw ratchet or to, to unscrew everything and whatnot. It just took a lot of effort. And I think I just pulled my back somehow in a funny way. And I've been dealing with it for the past week already. But I think, uh, the thing that made it worse was the fact that I, actually had to work on my uh, on the Christmas decorations in the house so that made it worse no so you didn't take much rest actually you doubled down on your back pain and it got a bit escalated yeah I, it kind of you can you can put it that way it just got worse and worse and I thought it would it was gonna be like a couple of days thing and I uh-huh. put some biofreeze on some you know those those um okay but what 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 happened after the christmas decorations taking out did it get a, get a bit worse or where exactly so where exactly is the pain it, it's i think mid back to lower back it was horrible because i think that I think the you thing pulled a muscle yeah most likely i have i think that the thing that put more strain on it was the fact that i um we we were trying to lift the the, the christmas tree box and put it on on a shelf yeah, um, that was about, I would like to say, two meters, or a meter and a half. Uh huh. And, and it was already in pain. And I, as soon as we we lifted it, something felt really freaking weird, and it just felt like I, I just pulled a muscle or something, but really bad because every time something like this happens and I pull a muscle in my back, it's like a couple of days to a few days and it's gone. But now it's been like a week, and it's better today, but. It's not. It's no fun, man. I think you just uh, put a bit more weight into what a bit, a bit more. Uh, you pulled think a so. bit, a bit, a bit more weight than you thought you can handle. Yeah, I and think so. yeah, you just need a couple of days. Go to a fucking sauna. Uh, I mean, if it's the weekend and you have a bit of free time, that that that's an excuse. I don't know. Go try something. Maybe. Have you Maybe tried I one should. of those? those i don't know those healing deep tissue massages if they help because it's definitely it's definitely not something that's going to stay with you it's just a a bit sour now but uh what do you think would help now i don't think anything done at home is going to you just uh and not sports no just maybe a massage what would that be i don't know i'd say go get a massage maybe maybe it will help i'm not entirely sure I think what I wanted to try, and oh. to a certain extent I am trying, mm-hmm. it's that cold hot treatment that you, uh, 
you apply a little bit of heat and then you apply a little bit of uh you know uh cold to the to the area where you have the pain and it basically Wait, heals it where did you read that or what what's that method about so so you apply a bit of heat in the area and then immediately after removing the heat you apply cold i think something like that well technically speaking biofreeze or any other um cream that is hot and cold like bengate i think it's called or something like that you 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 just apply it on your back or wherever the pain is actually and is what it does it just the same cream like icy hot i think so yeah oh okay okay so, so it's basically the t the both, same yeah, thing hot and ice at the same time yes yeah. yes so you it's basically the same thing but you're doing them separately so you're basically doing uh, you know applying cold and then applying hot or the other way around and you're just doing it all over again a, a few times throughout the day and it helps a lot honestly what the cold does is basically it shrinks uh everything because you apply the cold and i'm not totally sure about it but it was just a suggestion from from someone and i, I well, is it helping it helped it is it is most definitely helping. okay then let's go yeah. <laughs> if it's working it's working i mean yeah okay yeah. okay and um, i also got my vaccine shot uh on wednesday uh-huh I, I didn't feel much honestly it was the first dose i think i think on the second dose i might be feeling more um mm -hmm. so yeah okay uh did you want to go get it or were you so did you have overall to? overall from day one i knew that taking the vaccine was the right thing to do eventually yeah i was debating it a lot uh and the reason why i was debating it was because i didn't actually know what's going to happen after i got the vaccine uh okay. i i had that conspiracy not 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 a conspiracy theory but i had that idea that where the guinea pigs initially because it's just so new and they're basically it's trying things rather than yeah so they're basically tr trying things rather than you know giving us the right thing but eventually as time went by um i was more prone to getting the vaccine uh, because yeah. i think that's the right thing just to from do. the safety aspect of it yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I had COVID back in Armenia, before uh -huh. I came to the States, I was like, all right, all right, I'll put it off for a few months because now I do already have natural antibodies because I, I caught the vaccine, uh, the virus, sorry. And after I got here, I debated it a bit. I went back and forth with it. And eventually I decided that I should just go and I should just go and get it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I have anything to say against that. It's... It's just it's a new drug and they've been developing it. Um, they by day I don't mean I mean people who are developing it. Uh, <laughs> and it's just interesting that you see the rates of the percentage of people who are vaccinated in our country and they're low. They're really really low. I think I it's mean, uh, it's it's nowhere near the north of twenty five to twenty percent, if I'm not mistaken, as opposed to a country like New Zealand, where it's an up up upwards of ninety percent. Uh, it could. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about Armenia. I'm just checking the numbers right now. Yeah, it could be the fact that people are just. It's just the the. the 
the government is not taking it very it's it's not that it's not taking it very seriously it's just i'm not seeing a lot of uh a lot of rules and regulations regarding it i mean they're trying they will implement a new rule by the 22nd that every place that you enter uh or every office you work in it's going to be required for you to have taken the vaccine and that's going to change a lot of things and the restaurants and uh theaters uh, i think even the malls are going to require you to show uh, proof of vaccination which is just going to be a crazy 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 money system in my opinion somebody's going to create a system to fake those uh well fact vaccine cards vaccine cards and they're going to sell the fuck out of them and in the next couple of months some people are gonna get fucking rich here man i mean uh i just pulled pulled out the uh percentages uh-huh. in armenia and what it says is basically 28.6 percent of the country's population has been vaccinated 28.6 okay so that's that's bad i think i mean um a couple of things in the states there's uh there's a lot of people who are vaccinated okay. in uh, there is so sixty three percent of Americans are fully vaccinated. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. which is a decent number, and I think more people are uh, more accustomed to the idea as days go as days go by. They're 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 realizing that it is the right thing to do, and. Even in Florida here, when when I first got here, nobody really cared about anything. Nobody was wearing masks and whatnot. And as soon as this this last variant, was it Omicron? Omicron? I don't know what the name is. As soon as it hit, and people got a little bit more worried. And they started, um, what do you call it? They started wearing masks more, and in, indoors especially, of course. Uh, so it, it got a bit more to their... Uh, it scared them a bit more than than what it was doing, let's say six months ago when I first got here. So they were a bit more cautious when it when it comes to you know wearing masks and keeping social distance and whatnot. Uh, and I think eventually at some point people are going to get more into the idea of getting vaccinated, and I think that's the right thing to do. Uh, but overall, there was recently, uh, you know, my my brother in law he works at Publix, which is a a super center, basically a supermarket okay. here. In Florida, it's actually it was originally a Florida thing, so it was uh, the business was actually it started here and whatever. It, it's called. So he works Publix? there. Yeah, it's called Publix. P U B L I X okay. instead of C S. Oh, Publix. So yeah. So what happened is, I think last week, early last week, they told him that you have to get either vaccinated or you have to do a COVID test uh, every week, mm-hmm. which they were going to sustain financially, so they were going to pay for it. And they eventually ended up, you know, putting that rule and the government was trying to was trying to enforce this. But I think the Supreme Court uh, overruled it. So America is very big on I make my own decision. Even if you have rules, you cannot direct, you know, the major decisions that I have to do in my life or I want to do in my life. So mm-hmm. if you tell me that I have to get vaccinated or get a get a test done every week before I go to work. You know, I'm not going to do that if I don't want to. So they're they're really big on just doing whatever they want to. They want that freedom aspect, really. Um, 
serving in the best way possible for their own purposes. So they just it was just overruled. They don't want to they don't want to dip their fingers or toes in those those kinds of things. But I think eventually one way or another it's going to be so bad that yeah. just as you said they're going to have to enforce things. So I mean look it, it, and it's so weird by the way. Yeah. Um the thing that was um the most interesting for me and i think we mm. talked about this so at some point during an episode i'm not fully sure um it's so weird how different states have different rules america is so big and it's just governed differently in different states you can technically say each state is a country on its own because when we when we went to boston you know, here we didn't have that mask mandate. You could walk in anywhere you wanted to. Nobody asks you questions. You can do whatever the hell you want to. But when we went to Boston, it was so weird. As soon as you walk in somewhere, and we it was just second nature to us. We weren't using masks most of the time, even though we knew that it was a bit more strict there. We didn't have a mask on, and they were like, oh, no, shit, put your mask on. You, you can't come in here without a mask. And now, um, so our family members were going uh, uh, this weekend, but they canceled because of many reasons. One of which is the fact that uh, Boston now has a new rule, and you have to be vaccinated to go into restaurants, to go into museums. To so California, I think, is the same thing. You have to be vaccinated to to be able to do these stuff. So every state is different, and it's it's mind boggling for me. But I think I'm I'm getting a hang of it more, and I'm just okay. This is just how it is. Look, this is the thing I was going to talk about a bit earlier. Um, yeah, it's the, the icky thing is the one thing that it's uh, it's is that we've had diseases in the past. Okay, we've had a lot of lot of lot of diseases, and now it's just that this one is a new version of a virus. And yeah, I get it. We are going to be in a world that this disease will stay forever with us. And it's going to it's going to change into God only knows how many more variants. Every I mean uh, this the, what is what are we on on the fourth or fifth variant already? I think we're on the fourth I mean, variant. That's by uh, scientifically that's how it works. Yeah, it's going um, to change. It's going to yes. it's going to mutate. It's going to make itself yes. more powerful, and it's just going to stay here forever. Uh, it's just that the state of the world it shouldn't. I don't. I think. I think we used to not appreciate safety, or we used to live a bit risk. Uh, a bit more risk back before COVID. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm sure we did that way. And these two, two and a half to three years, it's just been, it's just been a bit more and more and more and more and more controlling. And you understand wh where they're coming from. Um, but at, at some point, we just have to sit back and say, yeah, okay, we live in a, we live in a world where COVID exists. Uh, where this virus exists and it's going to be the same as any virus. You can't just get yep. boosters for 25 years. Uh, at, at some point, you're going to just be done with it. 
See, just a couple of things here on what you said, and yeah. I think uh, it's it's very crucial to touch upon these mm -hmm. points. Now, in general, yes, you are right when it comes to having viruses being scattered for the rest of our lives. That's called that's called an endemic. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, COVID, I think, is still classified or labeled as a pandemic. Uh -huh. And I think they have different definitions. I don't know. I'm not really certain on what the pandemic one is when you define it completely in a scientific term. But an endemic is when a virus becomes so... Um, it, it, it basically becomes so scattered that you can't. You have to deal with it for the rest of your life. It, it basically becomes a part of your life. Mm -hmm. Just like the flu when we had it. You know, back in the day, and still for now, there are people who take flu shots when it's the flu season. So hmm. I'm more leaning towards the uh, chance yeah. that COVID or, you know, SARS-CoV-2 in its current variant or in, in its current definition is going to be is going to become an endemic. And we have to deal with it for the rest of our lives. There is not going to be a day that we're going to say okay we were we we are done with covid yeah but what are you going to virus... get booster shots forever man it's just going to be like a normal thing i mean in general just think about it this way in china yeah when people just have the normal flu okay. they wear masks so that they don't transmit that virus from one person to the other it's just something that they they did even before covid even if mm -hmm. you have the normal flu in china you wear a mask and i saw some people do it in armenia as well before covid hit is it, what is it is only because the, the, the air in China is like, no, is it because they had uh, the flu virus or the air in China is so fucking populated that they are, no, they no, have they to just, wear masks because they just wanted to, you know, decrease or diminish the risk of transmissibility, if that is a word, um, to other people. I understand it. Yeah. So the, the, that's what, that's the point of the entire mask wearing thing so even before covid people used to do that and i think eventually covid is going to get to a point where it's going to be an endemic mm -hmm. and people are just gonna you know have to live with it to a certain extent let me say because even now if you really think about it armenia and florida are perfect examples mm -hmm. people are living with the virus and i think a lot of parts of the world are starting to do that as well they're going out they're going to work they have to they have to do this you cannot wait for covid to disappear for you to start doing these kinds of things and governments are really getting no, a sense of how it's not going it's to disappear it's not going i don't think so i don't it, I do it, it was it so. was it was like a hot phase like for two three months after that everybody was out uh, you can't just make you, you can't just put a stop on businesses. You can't. I mean, gov governmentally speaking, yes, you can. But people just want to go out. People just want to work. People just I mean, wanna get shit done. Uh, and it, it's been like this for a year and a half here. Yeah, ever since uh, I can tell you that for the past exactly for the past year, year and a year, year and a half, year and three months, something like year and three months. Uh, yeah, it's uh, everybody has been doing their own thing, doing their own work. Um, the people who are afraid of the virus tend to wear masks. Majority of the people, um, or I'm not going to say majority of the people, a lot of people don't. Uh, there are people who go to work wearing masks. Uh, there are a lot of people who do work that that go to work and don't wear masks, and no one has a problem with the other person. And it's, yeah. just, it's just going to stay like this, but um and this is going to mutate and it's going to stay forever here 
but yeah, just just be better health wise. Get your vaccine shots; those are important. Uh, make but do your research. Um, get the ones that you're sure that or or agree with more fundamentally. Um, get those, but uh, don't just rely on the booster shots. In my opinion, just uh, be better physically and. Yeah, don't be afraid of going out. That's just that. That's just my point, I guess. I think overall, um, you should not be worried. Uh, um, I think overall, uh, what should happen is nobody should be enforced to do something that they don't want to. I do agree with that point. Um, but to those same people, they're thinking that okay, I'm free to do whatever I want, and I don't want to take this vaccine and whatnot. Those same people are saying that we want to be done with this. We want to go back to our normal lives. But, you know, that thing that they want, it has the precondition of people complying with, uh, to a certain extent, uh, eventually taking the vaccine shot. I mean, even if it's not 100% effective, that's fine. That's completely okay. As long as you are, you know, decreasing the risk. You're also decreasing the risk of not you only having it or catching it, but you're also decreasing the risk of transmitting it of when you have it. So you basically don't give it to other people as well, uh, or the or the percentage of you, you know, uh, giving it to other people is so much more low, and also you have less symptoms, or you have um, lighter symptoms when you have the vaccine. So a lot of things to consider when you when you're deciding on whether or not to get the vaccine shot so uh, there is not going to be a post covid yeah. era that we're going to live with uh, i don't believe that uh but i think i think we just have to deal with it in a certain way and we just have to understand that we have to live with it and we're just going to have to live with it vaccines no vaccines there's there's going to be had pandemics we have we've had pandemics in the past like i i think uh, the h1n1 had a big thing back in the day um and they stayed but mm, this one just stayed for a little bit longer this was like the popular kid in school uh it was just there for a bit longer and people liked them i mean uh, spanish flu stayed for a very long time as well i think it stayed for two years two years when did that happen I think in 1918. 1918, geez. It killed like 60 million people. You don't know about the Spanish flu? Uh, That's like a very big thing. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I think I've read about it, but uh, yeah, yeah, okay. It killed like 60 million people? Six zero? So wait, wait, give me a second. Let me pull this up real quick. Because um, I, I remember the Black, Fla the Black Flag. Um, no, um, the Black Plague killed. So this is this is what the CDC has published about this. Okay. Uh, 1918 influenza pandemic was the most severe pandemic in recent history. Uh -huh. It was caused by an H1N1 virus, which uh -huh. we have had H1N1 viruses recently as well, right? Sure. In, in the 2000s, I think. Uh, with genes of avian origin, which I don't know what that is actually. Although there is not universal consensus regarding where the virus originated, it spread worldwide during 1918-1919. So during in the, the United States, it was War. A, a, yeah, in the United States, it was first identified in military personnel in spring 1918. It is estimated mm -hmm. that about 500 million people, or one-third of the world's population, Fuck. became in, infected with ah, the okay. virus. 
Okay. The number of deaths was estimated to be at least 50 million worldwide. 50 million? What about, yeah, six, seven, five thousand occurring in the United States. So uh, big numbers. I mean, just imagine million. how bad it was in the past. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think. Yeah, but look at the sanitary situation. Then look at the hospital situation there, the investment, yes, yes. the investments, the, the medicine. They, I think, did they have penicillin in 1918? I'm not sure. I mean, we have to look that up. But I think it, it, just overall, forget about the specific case of penicillin. What and you're it saying was is, a world war happening, by the way. Yes, 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 yes. So, Whatever you're saying is completely uh-huh. through. Uh, through wow true so whatever you're saying is completely true mm-hmm. what happened in the past is that we they didn't have the advantages that we do right now and we we're lucky enough that covid isn't as bad as the spanish flu i think i, I so, don't think it, it, it i mean it could be if it was in those situations but it's not because we're more advanced we're true, more hygienic true. uh uh cleanliness is better the alcohol with the, the wipes and everything. Uh, yeah, men- there's just too many things that you can physically, use right mentally, technologically, we're just better. And um, yeah, uh, as they've uh, lived with those pandemics uh, in the past, I think this is this too shall pass, as that saying goes. Yes. Um, yes. And it will stay, but uh, it will just be back to normal. I think but- in a couple of years. I think this. I think the 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 crazy the the craze of the mask is going to stay for a little bit, uh, but um, yeah, people are just going to slowly and slowly stop doing that, and hmm, we're just going to have a generation of people like uh, who have experienced this, and it's going to stick with us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I disagree with the mask thing. I think it's gonna it's gonna wear down eventually, and people. Are oh gonna... no, it's going to wear down. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, if. If if Apple has introduced, did did Apple had a new update that it uh, recognized the eyes movements as opposed to the face because a lot of people I were. I think so. Were... This was like a, I think six months ago or something. It was not recent. That, I, I do remember something like that. Yeah, that was a funny update. I really liked that update. Not because I've been using it or anything, because uh, I didn't even. I don't think I've even set it up to, in that way. It's just that the world is going through a big ass fucking shift, and they know how to fucking do that. Yeah, they it's just it's just amazing, amazing how fast technology uh, catches up to modern crazes. I mean, I think the thing that we should be worried about mm-hmm. at the moment it shouldn't be COVID that we should be worried about. I think we should be worried about what's going to come after COVID. And what I mean by that isn't the the vanishing of the virus or us being able to deal with it 100%. You know, I read a lot of articles and watched a lot of shows and YouTube videos about people talking about when the next pandemic is going to be, even before this has ended. And I think that's something that we should be worried about. And, you know, we're living in a day and age where you start thinking what the government can be doing to mess shit up. So they're doing different trials on different things. There's a lot of conspiracy that this virus was made up in a lab and we don't have enough evidence to say otherwise. Um, Wait, so I that bel- proven already? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I still, I'm still a little shady on it huh? because... I thought it was you know, proven, that's why. Oh, I'm, like I'm not sure. All the evidence honestly. kind of specified that it was actually if uh, kind of created in... Uh, not kind of, it was created in a lab 
even though they don't know how to how it spread out but yeah i'm just yeah i don't think it's so, a conspiracy though i well, think it from has the perspective, some valid points yeah from from the perspective of it being kind of real or it being probably real i kind of think about those things that you know, people who are uh, ruling over the countries presidents kings queens whatever every country has their own you know definition and their own approach i kind of think that these people are talking together and they have plans that nobody knows about and just a just a handful of people know about and they might be triggering these things um i don't know to do population control that's a that's a very hot topic when it comes to covid okay covid is is there to do population control we, we don't we don't know if that's true or not but it could be it could be true so i'm kind of worried that these these things are you know based on tests to figure out i don't know the next weapon which could be a virus and they could just you know put that virus in in a place and just kill many people i What's like like i, I kind of like that that theory i don't know if it's a theory or not but i kind of like the fact that uh, uh, a country as big as um, china decided to see what the effect of a virus would be on the world and it, it just made it in a lab and it put it out there that's scary though just, of course it's fucking scary and it just sat back and looked at where the world would break down completely and where some some countries can survive like europe was gone europe was done oh yeah europe i think though my personal perspective on europe is because of the fact that th their population it's uh, they have a lot of old people living there yes the average age the average europe age is and, fucking high and so yeah and, and but but still at the end of the day i mean europe was gone and how fucking scary is that that a country could just sit back and be like let's do a trial period like imagine in in your job okay uh, after a period of development you do a trial period and a fucking country is doing that with the world yeah just it's scary if you really need scary. more proof that we're living in a simulation or this is all part of a matrix or something this could be a valid argument for that could be the big play could be i mean it's it is controller number one hmm. yeah cool who would the controller number one be in the world though china or russia the us or europe hmm. people above those those people i think there is i don't i don't think there are people above organizations i think there are. is i think there, there could is. be I yeah. think there are people they're like uh i don't know like 10 people Mm -hmm. that they're ruling the world on top of the people ruling the countries yeah but could have you ever thought people, about that could 10 people rule the world like not rule the world but make big fucking decisions you'd be surprised you'd be like, surprised there, there are okay like economics is a very 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 complex topic like or maybe that, that that group of people could gather around and be like, we want this project to happen. Go and make it happen. I don't know why I made it. Why do you assume they're Russians? Russian <laughs> or from the Middle East or... Uh, uh, yeah, so they would just draw up a plan and then just give it to other people to find complex ways to execute that plan. Huh. It's a, it's a, this is a, this is a weird whole. topic. This it's a, a weird whole, topic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to talk about it and to believe in it, you have to do a lot of research to, to at least identify some things that might be true and mm -hmm. playing in your favor. 
and playing in the favor of your argument, which is in this case us thinking that people above the big political or not only political, but you know, are you generally a suspicious person or no? Um, if you're a suspicious person, this topic would send you deep into the hole. I think not to an extent to mm -hmm. which, you know, I get so deep into this topic that I'm in a wormhole and I eventually end up finding shit and, you know, asking questions and being suspicious and whatnot. It just comes up every now and then when we talk about it. I, I do have interest in conspiracies and in theories and in history and whatnot. And, uh -huh. but it's overall, just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just interesting to think about this shit. Sometimes you just go like, Oh, maybe this could happen. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. So you, you can't exercise. be, yeah, you can't be deep in multiple things. You can't do that because you, you won't be able to pinpoint on one thing and just figure out the utmost yeah. shit about it. Yeah. So you have to focus on just one thing and just try to figure out a lot about it rather than doing it on multiple things. Because if you do that, you won't have enough, you know, brain power or, you know, the energy to actually go through a lot of things in a very deep manner. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if you think about if you, if nuclear bombs, let's say, interest you, you can do a fuck ton of research about nuclear bombs. There's a lot of theories about yeah. that. Yeah. Or let's say if you think about, you know, the Illuminati or Masons or uh, the the people ruling the world or whatnot, you can go into that, which is, you know, a, a, a huge deep dive. QAnons and what were they called? The lizard people? Yeah. I've those... never heard of those people. Oh, yeah. Apparently there's an underground of uh, there's an underground group of lizard the lizard looking uh, people that look like lizard or lizards big lizards that look Holy like people shit. and they control uh they control everything on that happens on earth and they live in secret places underground and it's just it's just fascinating like some some people actually look there are a lot of people who believe that the earth is fucking flat and there is a fucking edge at the end yeah. of the sea or the north pole if there are people like that, then there would be people who would be really into some weird shit. And but, I think at yes. the end of the point, they're just, they're just, maybe not all of them, but I really think, I, 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 I think that's some of them are just people who think that they're smarter than the person in front of them and they want to belong in a group. That's why they come up with this shit. So let me give you a theory or let me give you a, a dilemma and you tell me what is more more likely true than the other more likely okay go ahead yes. so now there are two things i've thought about this a lot and think about movies think about books think about stories about for example ninja turtles werewolves or stuff like that stuff that are considered as quote unquote fiction right so now my question is do you think that people are, uh, or, or sorry, let me rephrase that. Do you think that people have a very big imagination, a very wide imagination that they come up with these stories? Or do you think that they've seen it or somebody has seen it and transfer the story from, you know, one generation to the other and eventually someone decides to document it or talk about it or make a movie about it or whatever? So 
Do you understand the question? So I want to figure out what your thoughts are. You're saying are, where, but... where, the, where the origin of creativity is coming from. Is it coming is it, is from it true? the is individual it real stories? or it's coming yes. from culture? Is it like real stories? Down? Yes. Is it like real stories or is it like, you know, wide imagination that special types of people have and uh -huh. then they come up with a story, a movie or a book or whatever? Yeah, or but, do you but, think... but, but, the, uh, but the rope is really short if you go with this with the first option which is it was passed down because it had to be passed down from somebody and if well, you follow that 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 line at the end of the that's that's going to be a person as well so well yeah it is but it's not short because there's a lot of generations and there's a lot of years that we've been active you know i've heard um how, how does this how 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 does a story come about to being a story? i think i think i think a lot of people are creative I just want to point that out. Um, and you continue with your story. Uh, um, I'll let you continue with your story. But I think a lot of people are really creative and they can come up with... Uh, they, they could come up with incredible amounts of shit. Incredible. Because so, look, at, look at cartoons today. You cannot have made cartoons like that by tales being passed down from generations to generations. It's just mind-boggling. Like Rick and Morty, I watch that shit. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it's, it's, and people sit down and think about that. People sit down and come up with those stuff. Uh, the, the, they, there was an episode where Rick and Morty had to go to a gal uh, no, um, a solar system that that had three living planets on it. And the sun in that solar system was going to explode. So the planets were going to go extinct. But how they how those planets are were anticipating for the event is they organized the biggest party on the planet and it was going to be an orgy. So no, and not actually Rick and Morty. Rick and um, his uh, his granddaughter, what was her name? Yeah, so whatever they go and have basically do an orgy with these planets, and they end up by fucking it up, uh, saving the solar system, and it shows it shows you that how how it was weird after it's just mind-boggling how yeah that's creativity that i think that's creativity yeah but so, so you're basically you're saying story. you're leaning towards more the fact or people the, are the idea that people are creative and they're making things up rather than they're hearing you could stuff get influence they're... of course there is influence you inf you get influenced by this you get influenced by uh, all aspects of life it's just uh you sit down and you can come up with if you're a creative person you definitely can come up with very very interesting shit no, I agree. And you were you were saying that you had a story, but and I cut you off. Do you remember it? I completely forgot. Oh, okay. You fucker. Yeah, my bad. My bad. I just right, really wanted to talk about Rick and Morty then. <laughs> no, that's not a problem. Mm. Um, I don't know. You know, the reason why I asked that question is because I've heard sometime uh, very recently that they're in ancient Egypt when they had those tombs of the of the pharaohs. Pharaohs, there yeah. you go. That's why you're on the show. Okay. Uh, well, in those tombs of those pharaohs, uh, there were drawings of spaceships, mm -hmm. and there's pictures of those of those tombs. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when those pyramids were built or when those tombs were built, but people are suggesting they were built, that years. I believe five thousand BC. So people are assuming 
3000 BC, maybe? I don't know. Those many years ago, Mm -hmm. there were sightings of UFOs. How does a shape come to be if you haven't seen it, right? Especially in that day and age when there was nothing for you to reference from. Maybe UFOs actually came to Egypt at that point. Have you heard that one that says UFOs helped in the creation of the pyramids? Yeah, I've definitely read about that. Uh, I've definitely heard that. Um, It's just... uh, mm, It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean... At that point, we have to ask, what's the actual point of the pyramids then? Is it just to let the people on planet Earth in the future know that, hey, this couldn't be created by people back in the day? But mm, it was... I think it's just Egyptians showing their big balls, that they had big balls and they can build big structures back in the day. Wasn't every rock like 60 or 70 tons? And they I don't know. Them? I've seen those pictures where like, like 50 people pulling on them with ropes. Uh-huh. It doesn't look real, honestly, for me. It's it's just a. Uh, I mean, di- uh, if 50, 50 people could pull, not not fifty tons though. How many people? No, you'd need at least like hundred. You think feet. a person can pull up a, a ton? ton? No, I mean, wait a minute. You can push a car. You can if it's on neutral. <laughs> if there's no, if there's nothing pulling it back. Yeah, but they they weren't putting the rocks on the ground. They had logs of trees. Wait, under let's it. check this out. Yeah, you move rocks with logs of trees under it, and uh, somebody pulls it, and if you can push a car, the car has wheels, wheels are kind of like a a tree, a log of a tree, and 50 people could perhaps pull 50 tons, perhaps, and... So wait, I pulled this but out. The, wait, give but, me a second. But the interesting, but the interesting thing is not Holy how shit. they pull it, it's the degree, because... Think about it this way: they they had to put they had to pull those rocks from the bottom of the from the bottom to the top in a specific degree that they can actually. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They had to be really, really, really long. It had it had to be like I don't know, maybe like ten degrees or seven degrees. So approximately, each one of the rocks or mm-hmm. blocks, mm-hmm. stone blocks mm-hmm. in the pyramid was two point five tons, approximately. It's like a well-equipped Mercedes. It's like a, a Chevy Avalanche. It's actually lighter than a Chevy Avalanche. Chevy Av- Avalanche weighs around 3.3 tons, I think. The fuck have they put in that car? Oh my, it's huge, man. So basically, the, therefore, the total weight of the Great Pyramid of Khufu, K-H-U-F-U, is approximately 2.3 million Okay, no, no, 5.2 million kilograms. 5.2 million kilograms, so it's 5,200 tons. Yeah. So there is approximately two and a half, so there's approximately 2,000 rocks, rock blocks, in that pyramid? Yes, there's actually 2,267, to be exact. Quick math, man, come on. No, 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 sorry. There's, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Bro, there's... What am I saying? What it's five saying? billion kilograms. kilograms. Oh, so five so million point seven million tons. tons. So there so two point is... three million stone blocks. Two point three million stone blocks. Yes. No wonder it took them like a hundred years. Who fucking carved those? Who, who carved at the time? Who, no, no, no. Just think about it. Two point two point three million 
2.3 man, million of anything put it in front of you and just try to imagine Jesus it. Jesus Christ. How long it took them to build a pyramid? Like 40, 50, 60 years maybe? Um, yeah. Wait, let me let me go do a quick check. Yeah, it, it used to take them a long time to build those pyramids. So, yeah, maybe it could be that uh, that extraterrestrial people came. Or Fucking makes sense and, now. Uh, 20 years. Came 20, years. 20 years. Yeah. 100,000 men in 20 years to build a great 100, pyramid of 100,000 men. Jesus Talk Christ. Talk about cheap labor, man. I don't know how much they got paid. I hope they got paid, paid good enough. They were slaves. You did. They didn't have unions back in the day, man. No <laughs> unions, no lunch breaks, no fucking paid vacation days, no <laughs> dental insurance. Like, who Nothing. needed dental insurance back in the day, man? It's crazy, man. Uh, I don't. I didn't, I don't even think crazy. they had HR. The HR was the guy with the whip. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, want lunch? This is your lunch. You're <laughs> just sitting there and just whipping people. How like, do you fucking apply stop for the position of general? Oh whip my it. god! You just show your whip. If it's a if it's a good whip, yeah, you got it. You got the job. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's gotta be fucking horrible. Fucking twenty years, man. Oof! How many generations of people worked on this? I mean, if you started off at at thirty, when you're fifty, you can't pull fucking shit up like that. Mm. especially if it's on the if top player didn't die on the job as well oh shit yeah I'm like the, sure there's the, there's that the, the, the spanish cathedral or the french cathedral there was a cathedral that was going to be built for the next 100 years and it started in the mid 1600s and then finished in the 1700s like the person who designed the cathedral was not there when it was completed that's how big yeah. of the work it was. So how many people died building the pyramid? The pyramids. Maybe like fifty thousand, I'd say. Fifty thousand. Twenty, thirty. Very few people died of accidents when building the Great Pyramids of Egypt. It was quite safe to work on them, except for the earliest ones, I will explain. Let's go into the fuck. I don't want this. I don't want to be reading shit on Quora. No, Google. Google is free. Google is fast. It gives gets you. Uh, Granite blocks making up the pyramids were condemned to an early grave, and they died with deformed bones and broken limbs. Workers died on average between the age of thirty and thirty-five, compared to between fifty and sixty of members Mm. of the nobility. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Pyramids broke the backs of workers. Yeah. No shit, man. You were pulling a two and a half ton rock. Two and a half ton. That's 2,500 kilograms. Jesus Christ. That's like a bazillion Simbas. <laughs> okay, so for, for those of you who don't know, Simba is the dog. Simba is Simba is not Simba is our newest member of the family. He's yeah. a six kilogram mix of Wait a minute, uh, Maltese and uh, Maltese Poodle. He's fucking adorable, but he, but he needs orthodontic treatment <laughs> because he looks, he, you know, uh, he looks exactly like that chipmunk pirate in that one movie. He has a tooth hanging out, which just makes him look chipmunk really pirate. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? There was there was this movie with a specific chipmunk pirate. Um, chip, pirate, one eye. Let me. Uh, maybe I'll find it. Maybe I won't. No, not this chipmunk. Uh, 
was Alvin and the Chipmunk? No, Alvin and the Chipmunk was was a movie for kids. But yeah, so yeah, he. I'll if I remember the name, I, I can't fucking for, I can't fucking remember it now. Anyway, yeah, he has uh, a tooth out. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just comparing yeah. the weight of the big rock to a lot of lot of lot of Simba's. Yeah. Wait, I want to check something else here. Still on the so you you really adamant on, but you want to believe that people weren't capable of building those pyramids by themselves back in the day. Oh, I'm not sure. See, I'm more leaning towards believing that they they but might have they had, had the manpower, but they but, had no machines. Everything was so physical. I mean, twenty years makes sense now, but like um, that's not but they had math they had physics they had oh yeah they did and couldn't they have manufactured specific machinery or specific structures that could handle that sort of uh, job see i don't think that, that was available work? because they they basically pulled everything physically 60 years so pyramids of giza national geographic all three of giza's frame or famed pyramids and their elaborate burial complexes were built during a frenetic period of construction from roughly 2550 to 2490 before Christ. Pyramids were built by pharaohs Khufu, Khafra, and Menkware or Menkura? Menkara. Yeah, the Arabic version. Khufu. I remember taking this back in history class. Yeah, Khufu Khafra, Mankara. They used to fucking try to drill Khufu that shit Khafra. into our, in our brains. Mankara, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah and they uh, they were aligned on those three northern stars that you see in the sky, right? Is it called the big... What's it called? The, the three stars that are in a single line? Yeah. Let's see if Google gets it. I'm really interested. Three stars. Well, most definitely. Well, people maybe line. have said it in the worst ways that you have right now. And Orion's belt. Orion's belt. There you go. There mm -hmm. you go. Orion's belt. Yeah. Yeah, Orion's belt. That's in one of the Men in Black movie. Have you seen it where there's a cat called Orion mm -hmm. and he's wearing Orion's belt? Ah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the owner of that cat, actually, uh, I, I came, to, came to know that is Armenian. He's an Armenian actor. Cool. <laughs> now, I always uh, look for I always look for something. Orion's belt when I'm looking at the sky. Uh, they're always so fucking clear and just aligned. Uh, when I when I when I stand on my balconies to the right, and yeah, it's lately for this past two days it's been clear skies and just looking outside at the stars is amazing. It's cold though, right? I I talked to my brother and he was like, "Oh, it's, it's super cold." Um. I I just came from Zagatso, which was colder than here, so maybe uh, it's 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 cold. It's it's winter, so it's fine. Yeah, well, two just, more months, then just, you'll just be your fucking jacket, man. It's fine. Yeah, two more months, and then you'll be good. It should be good, and the good weather starts in Armenia. That goes uh -huh. on like so. It's six months, seven months. It's beautiful. Oh my god, <laughs> I miss it, man. Fucking miss it. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice place here. Yeah, it is. Like it. it is, and it's uh, yeah. This uh, this year, um, I think with the end of this this fourth wave and people actually being done with it, it's gonna be better. Hopefully, I mean, we're looking forward to 
to some nor normality when it comes to post-COVID era. But again, I don't want to, you know, rephrase myself and by just saying it, it's gonna stay with us forever, man. We're gonna have to defy. We're gonna have to fucking deal with it in different ways. But yeah, uh, I think we'll be it's fine. just a, it's just the way. It's just one one. It's just a natural disaster. Not not a disaster. It's just a natural <laughs> thing. Natural disaster. Uh, just shut your TV off. Don't watch the news that much. Uh, and try, just try to live your life like it doesn't exist and see what. That's happens. what we're doing. I think a lot of people are doing that exact thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't. They just don't. They're not caring that much anymore. I mean, they can't care forever. I mean, that's just how it is. Mm. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> we're, gonna do, we're gonna do good at some point in 2022, hopefully. Yeah just that yeah of course of course okay so um i've been sleeping a lot these past two days that was a good it's, segue it was pretty fucking horrible part. <laughs> i was already running out of things to talk about we addressed so. the elephant in the room now we can continue yes we have we have so, so you're sleeping um, a lot i don't regularly sleep a lot it's not something i do I don't know. I'm just, it's just the way I am. I usually sleep like six, seven hours, but yeah, I've been feeling so tired lately. Have and you I think I, the American way of living or that's, I don't know what that, anti -sleep what that means. Culture. American way of living is not anti-sleep culture. I think, I don't know. I'm just asking to see what your reaction would be. Why are you, why I don't do you know. After COVID, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm short. On sleep time, so I'm. I'm uh -huh. I haven't invested in my sleeping uh, lately, so I'm. I'm just, you know, catching up. I have some catching up to do, basically. That's what I think. So okay. The thing is, okay. I'm super weirded out about this. The reason why is very simple. So before COVID, back in Armenia, um, I used to wake up at six thirty or six a.m. every single day without a problem, even if I slept late a day before. And no problem at all. I used to wake up, you know, have my glass of water, stare outside the window for, for some time, have breakfast, take a shower, get ready, and hit the road to go to work. After COVID, even in Armenia, me waking up was a challenge. It, it became a challenge. I wasn't able to wake up normally. Um, my, you know, my times were all fucked up. I, I, I just didn't know how to do it. And up until this day, I still... I still think that I haven't bounced back completely. And even though I've been sleeping at 9.30 or like 10, I still wake up at 7, which is like nine hours of sleep. And nine hours is a lot of hours for sleep, I think, at least for me. So I'm trying to figure, figure it out. I think I should be doing more active things throughout the day, even if I sleep at the same time. I just have to tire my body enough uh, to get more deep sleep when I, when I get to sleep. And... You know, it's really important because I think uh, overall with everything that happened with me in the past year, like moving outside of Armenia, COVID, everything just, just, I think it affected all my sleep. I think it has ultimately affected all my sleep. And I, I don't like it personally. And I've been trying to fix it for the past, I don't know how many months, but I have to get a hang of it. Do you have a really... specific time that you wake up in or do you just have a specific time that you go to sleep in? at so 
I think back in the day I didn't. Um, but, but you said you just, you just said that you woke up at six six thirty. I'm talking about now. Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking about back in the day when I used to go to bed. Yeah. And sleep. I didn't have a specific time, but I had a specific time when I used to wake up in the morning mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. So what happened is I always woke up at the same time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I slept in late. Sometimes uh, I slept early, earlier yeah. than other days. But what happened is because of the fact that I kept on waking up at the same time, even on the weekends, more or less, I woke up at the same time. What happened is two days at a time, I used to come back home at eight, have dinner and sleep right away. So my body was able to regulate itself. But I think going to work, the act of leaving your house and going to work and being in that environment as well also gave you or gave me a good feeling like, okay, I'm outside, I'm doing my things, everything is separated, I have my work, I have my my home, I have, everything is separated. After COVID hit, you know, I started working more from home and the imbalance started. I didn't know when I was sleeping, when I was waking up, it was just so all over the place. It was It was just messed up. And now even if I am trying to regulate my sleep time, yeah. More than me trying to regulate my waking up time. I'm still waking up at like 6 or 5.30 a.m. in the morning or oh. or at 7 even, even mm-hmm. if I'm waking up late. But I still feel tired. For some people, that really worked for them. Like they were really, really happy about working from home. But I think there are a lot of, a lot of love. There is a proportion of people who actively seek out going to an office, actively seek out going to work, being physically there. Because it, yep. it just changes the it just changes your day it just changes your mood and you get to set up specific times for you to wake up and be ready and do all the stuff that you need to do to be ready with your day and not going to work it just fucks that up real bad yeah listen it does but there's another there's another part of the argument that we have to actually emphasize on because just put it this way it's very simple what if you're obliged to work from home? What if, you know, your company is in a state where you can't go? Uh, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. If you go, uh, there's a lot of people at stake and there's like an old people. You actively go to another another place. You have to separate. I mean, so oh, you, have to st- you have to stay in the confines just, of your house or you can go to another place. Like, not- no, just, just think about it from the perspective that everything is blocked and you can't go anywhere else. You can't go to the office. You have to work from home. You have and to suck I it up pretty I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read a lot of articles about how people were trying to cope with that uh, environment that they were put okay. in. Okay, what so, did you find out? So I found out that people were, whenever they woke up, regardless of what time they woke up, what type mm-hmm. of morning routine they had, they were incorporating things that they would have done if they were going to work. So okay. they woke up, they got dressed, mm-hmm. and what they did is they basically went out walking. Good, good. And so they went out walking as if they were going to work. So they had the commute part taken care of in the morning. Uh, and they used to have that morning routine where they, I don't know, they did some yoga, they did some meditation, they did some exercise, or stretching or whatever they did. And then they started their day off. They, they made their bed. They made their office space uh, located or situated in a place that's far away from their bed so that they can actually, you know, divide or... Um, basically break apart the different parts of their uh, lifestyle in the same environment, which is their ho- which is their home, right? So they used to do the, those kinds of things, uh, which really apparently helped them out. And I did this back in Armenia initially when we started with the COVID thing. 
And it really does help you out, especially even if it's not giving you that treatment where, okay, I'm going to work, whatever. But taking a walk in the morning when the when when the city is waking up, it is the best feeling in the world. There's not a lot a lot of people out there. You're by yourself, by your thoughts, and you can just, you know, start your day on the right foot, I think. Are you doing that right now? You're not, are you? No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm oh. obviously not. But um, see, because it's so much more different here than it is in Armenia. I mean... No, I understand it. I understand it. But like... Uh, hmm. No, here, here I have to walk. I have... No, I could I could take... I could drive there or I could take a taxi or I could go by uh, the metro or I could walk. It's... And it's the, the only shitty thing about it right now is that it's, it's a bit cold and you could fix that with a couple of layers. <laughs> that's it uh, that's the best part about armenia remember even even if you don't go to work uh, on foot amazing. you just go out you go out for a walk it's it's it's, it's so you remember back cool. in the day when we used to get back home from work and we used to like all right what are we doing let's go out for a walk let's go have coffee and let's do this and let's do that just mm -hmm. just that mental state it, it keeps you sane basically seeing mm -hmm. other people having coffee doing this and doing that you know some small talks and bullshit and you just you just keep on doing yourself yeah yeah and on the topic of that walking uh, do you have do you have that uh uh, uh tick and instagram both the applications or not I, I do have both yeah yeah so there is uh, i don't have TikTok, but i have instagram but i've been seeing a lot of trends from TikTok being I don't want to say drip down into Instagram, but they start on TikTok and they come to Instagram. Like today, I found out this uh, this 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 new trend about uh, going out for a stupid walk for my stupid mental health, and it has a specific song, and everybody does that, and it ranges like yep. from puppies to a seventy-five-year-old guy. Yeah, TikTok is the trendsetter now, right now, as of as of today, or as of for the past, I don't okay. know how long. TikTok is a trendsetter. TikTok is just so widely. Um, what is their AI like? Like how how they how they come up with new algorithms for that shit? Like it's it's. I think it's already a known fact. It's made by the Chinese government. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and props to them. Like if they're trying to get information regarding because if they like the Taliban is on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken, the fucking. Uh, everybody's on tiktok but i hope it doesn't end up being like vine you know what vine is you know vine was an application yeah it's, it's TikTok not gonna back be like vine. It just died ah tiktok is just it's that infinite scroll because on vine you had to follow on vine did you get recommended pages or you follow people you fo you follow people and then you got recommended there were, i don't know there were that. there were recommendations i think on vine i don't completely remember it as well but the the ultimate power of tiktok is the suggestion of videos yeah their ai their, their so it basically learning. learns about your trends and shows you videos that you you actually like so that's mm -hmm. that's the best part i think about uh, tiktok and it just filters things that are supposed to be interesting to you based on what you've watched before what you what you liked before and a lot of a lot of companies are doing that i mean uh, no, i like things, it i like i like that discover awesome. page beautiful look even if you don't know much about a subject if you search it a couple of times it will give you it will give you a deep dive into that and you will know more about it in this 
in a marginally less amount of time than what it would take you to read uh, read upon read about it or learn about it it just gives you yeah it just knows what videos is going to give you to keep it interesting and just get your attention and i love the discover page on instagram yep but tiktok awesome. kind of frightens me because like <laughs> it's just because i see tiktok and i i just see a guy sitting in front of a big glass like screen machine thingy slipping not slipping but sifting through like videos and dragging them up down left right and you could just sit on the application for hours and hours on end and yep, you can <laughs> it's just uh that that amazing that that, that, that one, just how it is that that one last trend was a good trend but uh yeah it's 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 a weird world there <laughs> yeah weird word. it is i mean uh People are getting hooked so fast on these kinds of things and props to the people that are coming up with this. I mean, they're making money. It's stupid to some people. Older people are not understanding like how, how the new gen works, but props to the people who are coming up with these ideas. These are, these are overnight ideas that people have. They build a small prototype. People start using it. They like it. They build upon it. Do you think Instagram it. was an overnight idea? I don't think so. I'm not sure about Instagram, but um, I'm pretty sure the, the the creators of TikTok had some kind of influence from from Vine. Um, but I, I would like to do some research and figure out what mm -hmm. the initial mm -hmm. product market fit for TikTok was. So product mm -hmm. market fit is basically... Like what is it, what is it going to be used for? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, okay. exactly. So I, I want to figure that out. But like if, if we sat if we sat down right now and thought and actually thought about the the most famous applications out there so it's let's say facebook uh, facebook is not famous facebook is it's dead um let's say facebook twitter is not dead facebook has the most come on users. who uses facebook nowadays man they still do but i mean just no just one think about how intelligent the team at facebook is mm -hmm. buying whatsapp buying instagram you know, yes, they... I get that, but nobody uses. Let, let's say Facebook is not the way it was, and the team at Facebook Corporation is amazing. But uh, the major social players are Instagram, okay, Twitter, TikTok, TikTok. What else? Um, like social. I guess not... those are the major. Those are the top top three. Mm. I think those are the top three. Do, is there any other? Is big Twitter as big though? Twitter is big. big. Twitter is big. Yeah. I think Instagram is the biggest. Yeah, but Twitter you could share you could you could you 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 write 140 characters and you could have stories and a lot of people actually follow and interact a lot more on Twitter than on Facebook because the if if Twitter allowed you to have more than 140 or infinite amount of characters it would just be walls of fucking big articles yeah. written there. That's the key feature of. I mean, for me personally, I vent to Twitter the most. Mm -hmm. I think I get the most out of Twitter. Twitter. Mm -hmm. I I don't like Instagram that much, mm -hmm. but Facebook and Twitter are my go-to. I don't know. I've got I've got hung up on them, mm -hmm. and I watch TikTok, but I watch TikTok just for the, just for the fuck of it. And I just spend time on TikTok watching stupid <laughs> shit. And more more of them are most of them are comedy th things that I follow and I and I watch. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah so instagram it's instagram it's kind of like a college lifestyle application it's the good aspect of your life tiktok is the meme weird uncle it's the meme weird kid that has all the interesting weird new facts if you follow this trend you could come up with a new application of what it's going to be so if you have if you have the lifestyle uncle if you have the educated uncle and if you have the weird uncle that gives you all the news what do you need now no, the weird uncle that gives you all the weird information and is always interesting. What do you need? You need a stable uncle? No, I don't think so. You know, most of the things that you think about mm-hmm. as potential application ideas that you might eventually end up, you know, pitching in to develop or whatnot or to come up with an idea for, for that. Gonna, hmm. They're probably there, honestly. Yeah. Okay. So the, 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 the toughest part is to come up with the idea. Yes. And what happens most of the time is that applications are built to serve a specific purpose and they're eventually serving another purpose. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stories, but I, I just don't want to go into them right now. Uh, you know, we're coming to the end. But that's the most important and interesting part because you start off with an application, you think it's going to serve a specific purpose and eventually end up gathering gathering a lot of data from your from your users and yeah. understanding that people are using it in a different way than you initially intended them to use it. Mm. And that is the, the hardest and the toughest decision any company has to make in order to start switching its, its, you know, its direction to ser- serving people in the way that they want to use it rather than what they think they were going to use it initially. And th- there's a lot of use cases and a lot of stories about companies that went through that process where they started off by being something and ended up being something else and whatnot. So uh, I, I, I think um, companies are leaning more towards the customers directing their vision rather than them I don't think having so, a though. hypothesis. I don't think so because look at what's happening with like uh, Instagram, um, Instagram discovery and YouTube recommendation videos. Like, okay, I noticed this. I... I noticed a specific video, this this one specific video that's called Why You Will Not Marry Your Soulmate on YouTube, okay? I could Google it right now. I could, I could search it on YouTube right now. Let's just talk about this for a little bit. Uh, why will you not marry your Why are soulmate? you searching something like I'm not that. searching this. No, no, I'm not searching this. Why you will not find your soulmate or... Why? Okay, no. Why don't you want to find your soulmate? Give me a minute. The wrong person. It's the video is entitled "Why Will You Marry the Wrong Person?" Okay, and um, it's it's a school of life video that was uploaded four years ago, and apparently, just uh, I've noticed it that that a couple of people have been recommended this video in the past week. Now, is that a coincidence or the four people who are actually watching the same stuff that you are, which they have perhaps different interests, but YouTube could just start recommending videos to groups and groups of people and change their perspective of thinking. Oh, yes, they can. Most definitely. So it's not the it, YouTube... I think what YouTube is doing right now with removing the like and the like uh, the like and dislike um, ratio from its 
website is that no, they're just it, removing the dislike right they're keeping the likes yeah it's removing the dislike because it's it's triggering okay uh i think what it's trying to do is it's trying to make it seem like they care about the people who are using the website but be it's argumentative the layers it's just it's just they would just want to control how people think they're saying um i read about this i sound very very um uh what was what was the word uh conspiracy theory conspiracy theory believe you're cons you're conspir conspiracizing conspiracizing right now yeah I think yeah, that's that. yeah. That's so that, what yeah. were you saying you were saying uh, I don't know. Don't I? I don't want people to fact check me on this. But mm. even though they're saying they're claiming that people are complaining that they are feeling triggered, they're feeling down, they're having, you know, this negative energy surrounding them because of the fact that people are disliking their videos as content creators. But I think, I think YouTube, what they're trying to do is they're they're trying to make you as the consumer of their application to click on the button to watch a video more without knowing if it's good or bad because uh you know previously when you start watching a video you either would would check if it has good likes or not or the other way around or and you choose whether to not whether or not to watch it and i think uh they're trying to surpass that idea of you you know deciding or choosing to watch something or not solely based on the dislikes or likes and you're gonna you're gonna be watching more videos basically without knowing if they're good or not or if they meet your standards or not based on the like and dislike maybe that's the that's the approach that they have i mean the dislike button has been there for a very long time people who had been triggered would have been triggered for a very for a long time ago yeah, so I, I don't think it's yeah, a good but narrative this, like, right button serves a purpose like it, it does fucking eliminates the troll videos immediately if you if you click on a video and it has a 95 percent dislike i'm not going to spend another two seconds oh no most definitely i might just scroll through to see what what is what they're talking about but well 95 dislike it's just you're just gonna it's just gonna go away you're going to go well, to the highest yeah yeah, yeah. so and what happens now isn't that the definition of democracy so what happens i don't know if it's the definition of democracy or not but what happens now is rather than you solely deciding on the dislike button whether or not to continue a video you're going to continue it because you don't know what's what's what the expectations are what you're going to see eventually and then you're going to go through more ads on that video youtube is going to make more money uh you know content creators no, are going to be but, making more money but like if 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 there are if you had videos that had likes and dislikes button likes and dislike buttons and youtube by the recommendation and the autoplay now feature plays you the the videos that are similar to the video that you're watching right now and are liked the most the probability of you staying on youtube and continue watching those videos and it's yes. going to be really higher and youtube is going to make more money in that way true right? so true. is that i don't know maybe there, there are probably a shit ton of studies and how that money machine happens but i think it's simply it's just if the video is good you spend time watching the video thus youtube makes more money i guess we have to invite somebody from youtube and ask them the question <laughs> know anyone i don't know we're gonna have to reach out <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be needing guests on this show eventually oh yeah somebody from youtube sure oh, well if we start off with somebody from youtube 
this would be the golden the golden podcast it would be do they have Most to definitely. be do they have to be a research scientist on, on youtube or in youtube or they could it be could i don't be know anybody like the, it could be simba you the could hair, add simba you could, as the, a guest. it could be the hairdresser of the youtube building that oh my god so much gossip from that person <laughs> you would hear a ton of shit yeah uh, yeah all right yeah, yeah we talked about some interesting shit today yeah i do believe so i do believe so oh get okay, i get don't know some, what, what get some sleep put put some put some time i don't in think the i need sleep i just need to unwind not I now be, not now yeah i might be playing some video games today just to unwind completely and i just Ooh, have to saucy. get prepared for tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah martin luther king day oh okay yep uh what do you do on that day i don't actually know it's just a pay respect yeah just pay respect just a vacation day here so yes 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 well all right right. man yeah take care you take it easy stay warm always a good time bye-bye see ya